Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jader, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. Hello. Hi. And welcome back to another of our 1970s movie series. Oh, we're still stuck in that god-awful decade. Well, it's, we, we said we were going to do it over the summer. And it, it, is it, summer. It, it is still summer. It is still summer, so that's what we're doing. Uh, this, uh, this was my choice. I picked this one today. And boy, howdy, is it a weird one. It's um, it's odd. I will admit it's odd. It's it, this. Well, we'll go ahead and tell you what the name of the movie is, and I'll, we'll see if I can. There you go. Uh, it is 1970. Three, I think. Five. Uh, 1975. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie directed by absolutely nobody, <laughs> starring absolutely nobody, called, true. called Kiss of the Tarantula. Ooh. Now, this is a movie that the uh, the only reason I know about it is because they did it on Rift Tracks. Many, oh, I was going to ask, because <laughs> yeah. I've never so much as heard of this movie. Nobody's ever referred to it, as far well, as I there's know. There's no reason to. <laughs> There's no. no reason why anybody would ever mention this movie to you. Not really, and we can get into why that is, because uh, it's it's a decent enough movie, but I'm just not... You can't get behind the main character. No. She's a horrible, horrible human being. <laughs> well, one of the things I wanted to talk about during our uh, 1970s, uh, you know, series mm-hmm. was the, um, the, the low-budget uh, Make It on a Shoestring horror movie. Okay. Which the 1970s were replete with these sorts of movies. Oh, 100%. Uh, and there were a bunch of different reasons for it. Uh, a lot of times it was people who just wanted to get together and make a movie. Um, but a lot of times there was actually tax benefits to it. Particularly, actually in Canada, there was like a 10-year period from like 72 to 82 when mm-hmm. you could write off everything you put into a movie. Seriously? Like 100% of it. Wow. You could write off. So people would make movies they would and they wouldn't necessarily make the movie. They would just find somebody and say, "Here, I'll, you know, I'll invest this much money in, right, and just write it all off." Huh. You know, and if you make a profit, you make a profit. I don't know if this was the case. This movie—that uh, is a pink ass casket. My yeah. God, <laughs> sorry. Well, it was the 1970s. Yes, it you was. Know, it was the sort of thing people wanted. Um, this movie is an example, I think, of just a bunch of local people deciding to get together and make a movie. Yeah. But I think there's still a little bit of a mystery even there because... Because. The movie was filmed in Columbus, Georgia, which yes. is just right down the road from here. It's not not far no, at all not from, really. from our studio. Um, But there are scenes that were shot in California. Hmm. Um. And so, you know, you wonder, like, was there a little bit of money involved? Were they actually trying to make a successful movie? And they yeah. wanted, you know, like... Uh, the shooting in California back then was no cheap affair. Like, no. By any stretch. So no, absolutely that's not. That's interesting. But, and if you look, I mean, the movie does have, and here I'll, I'll pull up some of the uh, the artwork so you can see. I mean, you yeah. know, I mean, uh, somebody... It's a somebody, legit movie poster, yeah. Yeah, I mean, somebody spent the money. The actress, uh, the lead actress, she's attractive. Yeah, she's a beautiful lady. Uh, but so before we fall down the rabbit hole yeah, too what far, is it about? what's the movie about? Uh, well, the synopsis is John Bradley runs a morgue and lives with his wife, Martha, and daughter, Susan, a girl who collects tarantulas. When the teenager finds out that the mother is cheating on her partner and wants to kill him, 
she wants to teach her a lesson. Yeah, which is okay. And that's that's not the synopsis of the movie. That's just the first 10 minutes. Yeah, that is literally just sort of what sets it up. Because you get kind of a 50,000-foot a view of the story overall. The girl is obviously obsessed with spiders. You see her wandering through the woods, and her mother is borderline abusive with her and calling her names and accusing her of being bizarre and strange. She's like, what's the matter with you? Get away is, from is those her, spiders. Is it her mom or her stepmom? It's her mom. It is her mom. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, for some reason, yeah, I couldn't remember that. Mom, I'm pretty sure it's her mom. Yeah. And mom is cheating on dad on, with the local police officer who you come to find is also uncle. Yes. Uncle rapey. Uncle rapey. God. Uncle that dude Greaseball. is creepy. <laughs> But so, yeah, so she's cheating with the local law enforcement. But yeah, you come to find he is the morgue owner's brother. <laughs> yeah, I love that they don't even notice that there's a little girl just like with her face stuck just in the Just peeping, tomming it watching. in the corner. <laughs> but you know. yeah, so it's it's sad because the mom clearly has it out for her daughter. And she's just like, there's something wrong with her. And the dad goes, no, she's just curious, Martha. Leave her alone. She likes spiders. Big deal. And dad's and, wrong about that. Uh, well, yeah, well, <laughs> as we come to find, that, that's yes. clearly wrong about that. Because uh, Martha's just like, yeah, there's something wrong with our kid. And he goes, nah, she's just curious. And he, quote unquote, always takes Susan's side, which pisses the mom off to no end. Yeah. And uh, so they have a fight where she ends up slapping her husband in the face. And then she goes upstairs to make that fateful phone call. Yeah. Where, because Susan just peeps on everybody in this movie. Like she's constantly creeping around some sort of corner. Yeah. And that's just what she does. Yeah. So mom is going to get dad's mom. brother. To, yeah. She puts a hit on her husband by calling yeah. her, her lover. And, and let, let, let's just call, let's just call him Uncle Rapey. Yeah. That's his yeah, name. Yeah, Uncle Rapey. He doesn't warrant a name. Uncle Rapey <laughs> is totally okay with killing his brother. As far as you are led to believe because you don't see his end of the phone conversation, but okay, it's such maybe. a short conversation okay. that you assume that he probably, I mean, he's not quibbling about sleeping with his brother's wife. So I doubt well, he's it's different. I, well, yeah, you know. they're very different crimes, but at the same time, you don't see him talking to her on the other end of the end of the landline. It's just her saying, yeah, I've had it. I've had this one last fight with him and I can't deal with him anymore. I want him dead. And Susan hears her mom saying that about her dad. Okay, and so decides that, to take action. Now, so you've actually put this whole movie in a whole different slant for me now. You're because, welcome. Because now I'm like, yeah, the depth of, of Kiss of the Tarantula just got a little <laughs> bit. It went from being a, you know, a little puddle in the road to a I slightly help, deeper puddle. I helped reveal it's very little substance. Yeah. Well, and, and okay, so putting aside for a second whether or not mom or uh, whether or not Uncle Rapey <laughs> is actually willing to kill his brother. Yeah. Uh, because Uncle Rapey's motivations in the movie are, are a little odd. To begin with, because he eventually wants to bang his knees. Well, and they did a good job doing a slow burn reveal on that because it takes a while for them to acknowledge the fact that he is, in fact, Uncle Rapey, not right. just random yeah. rapey friend of dad. Like, but is that, is that, was that them doing that cleverly or creatively, or did they just not write it? very well you have and, they, to wonder. and they forgot to establish that well, I, would like, was, I mean it works i would like to assume that it was creatively and intentionally done that way because there's a not so subtle line that he has when susan's grown up she's like 18 a little later in the movie and he goes oh you're just as beautiful as your mother was and it's just like oh god and that could be taken specifically like oh yeah i always found your mother personally attractive or yeah. like you're just i don't know like it's 
just ambiguous enough. Yeah. Because he clearly remembers the mom from when she was alive, but you don't know that he was the one she was cheating with. Right. Until right. later in the movie. Well, and the whole... Actually, no, you know it right away, but you just don't realize the relationship. Yeah. That's what it is. And so the girl, you know, she has a collection of tarantulas, which for those of you who don't know, tarantulas really aren't that dangerous. They're not. That's why they're used in movies. Yeah, they're big and hairy and creepy, yeah. but I, I even had to remind myself of that. I looked it up to see how venomous they really are. And not, not all apparently that. it's like a bad bee sting when yeah. they bite you. Yeah. Because they do have venom, but, but it's not lethal. But as demonstrated in the movie, though... They can kill you just apparently by walking on your arm. <laughs> I know. The spiders never actually actively bite anybody, never, which is good because safety yeah. precautions on a set, but still. Yeah, I mean. And they can kill you through your clothing. Yeah, they can kill you through your clothing. Yes. Uh, they can kill you by just walking on you. Yes. Uh, as we see here, because mom <laughs> literally just has a tarantula walking on her. and Does then she, not wake up. No. And and she, even though it's touching her bare skin in places. Ugh, God. Well, well, throughout the whole movie, people are, are, are doing this thing where they're they're like not conscious of the fact that there are tarantulas walking on them. I, I mean, I, I can tell you when there's a cockroach walking around in the room next door to me. <laughs> And I'm loading yeah. and I'm loading my shotgun. You know, I f in there. Death she goes. by boom. There she goes. <laughs> it 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 gets. She dies. Yeah, it's fairly ridiculous, and she dies like instantaneously. So, so here's the question: Did the little girl actually murder her? Because okay, because she put a spider on her. This was my question for you, so I'm a little okay. perplexed that you're asking because you're the lawyer in the okay. room. Okay, all right. So technically. You know, putting a bug on someone and the bug biting them to death, like, is that murder it, by it, the strictest definition of the you, law? If you didn't intend to kill them, like, I'm going to put a spider on her and, and I'll scare so her. Ha ha, I'll show yeah, her. Especially since she's a little and, kid. It could have yeah. just been a really nasty prank. And then it's like, oh, shit, she had a heart attack and died. That's like, okay, well, we're into a, it's not murder. It's like manslaughter because you didn't you didn't intend to kill anyone like right. the little girl might not have. And it'll come up later on in the movie when she, you know, lets loose a whole bunch of spiders on a car full of, uh, you know, teenagers who are in their fifties. Um, <laughs> and she just has an army of disposable so tarantulas, many, but she like, they always show her like getting them back. Like yeah. She, she got, like summons them, but yeah. Well, so how the, the hell whole, does that work? Well, one of the motivators for her murdering the other teenagers when she gets older, and I missed the line about why there's any contention oh, between she now, now she's all grown up. Yeah. Very almost <laughs> no, like Elvira looking. No one who sits in a basement petting spiders looks like her. I'm just going to say okay, that right now. I'm sorry. No. I just meant like the structure of her face. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, nobody's actress. that hot yeah, sitting here. No, you're not going to look like that if you're just constantly playing with your pet tarantulas. Uh, well, Pro not prove me wrong. If there is someone out there who sits in their basement playing with their pet tarantulas and they you don't find yourself like to be hot, send me a picture. We'll put it on the show. But what was also, the name of the tarantula? Oh my God. Her, cause she's got a oh clear yeah, favorite got, and its name is uh, either Jennifer or Jessica. Hang on. I wrote it down. <laughs> named after either Jennifer Lopez or Jessica Beale. Oh God. But, um, that's what, it, that's what Jean would have done. <laughs> that's so true. Jennifer. Quentin so, Tarantulino. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's Brand Tarantulina. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's here's another problem too is that this movie is is filmed in georgia and uh, i, I want to point something out we're going to look on the map here of the range of the tarantula 
in the United States and of America. It's pretty much everywhere except anywhere near where this movie would be well, set. Well, did they say that? Oh, okay, you just said set, so that was going to be my question. Is that yeah, uh, where is it set? Well, it's a you know, fair point. I guess you it don't could be, know. I'm looking so. at the map. I guess it could be. And even when, even in a place Texas. where there are plenty of tarantulas out in the wild, how would you collect like fifty thousand of them the way that she did? I don't I honestly do not know. Sorry, and Jason's throwing stuff in the studio. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he threw a tarantula. This, yeah, but yeah. So uh, the reason why and the, I, the guy who plays the dad, not to interrupt you, but he is the worstest actor ever. He like can't he can't show get his, your work when he like can't even get his lines like he, he stumbles over his lines. It's like he was sort of tipsy throughout most of the movie and he's sort of there, but not really. Well, like half of the people in the movie, not half the people, that, but uh, a, a fair bit of the movie is uh, cast by people who are related to each other. Um, I can see that. Yeah, I think uh, I'll have I'd have to go. I back would actually posit that Uncle Rapey is, in fact, related to the dad. They look kind of alike. I can actually tell you here. Oh, I've, I've, got the, I've got the list here and it's uh, OK. So Ugh, the way he just like nuzzles okay, so, her from behind. God. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's, so, it's so, so cringy. And that haircut. Every guy in the 70s had that, that haircut and that suit. If I, I mean, if we were filming this in the seventies, I'd be wearing that suit. I mean, I'm pretty haircut. sure Hooper had that haircut. I probably, like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there were four members of the family in this film. Okay. Uh, the mom, okay, mm -hmm. was Beverly Eddins. Okay. Dad was played by James Eddins. So oh, mom, so they're mom real life and, married. Mom and dad were married. Okay. Um, Unless they were brother and sister, which is, I hope let's not. Let's see. Let's see. Beverly Eddins plays the mother. Martha Bradley. I don't know who she. Yeah, the That's mother Martha, is Martha Bradley. Yeah. yeah. W. James Eddins plays Sergeant Wes Matthews. Okay. So the brother-in-law. Yeah. Rebecca Eddins uh, plays the ten-year-old Susan. Susan. Okay. And then Susan Eddins played five-year-old Susan. Oh my God. So there was like there were a ton of family members who were involved in this movie, and I mean, you know, it's good because when you have your kids, they're going to work for free. Yeah. Um. They actually did like a screening of this a few years back mm -hmm. in, I don't remember what county. Um, oh, crap. It's not for, I, I can't remember which county. I'm uh, not sure. Uh, it was filmed in, but uh, they actually did a screening of this uh, because it was like, you know, a local piece of folklore and they had props from the movie and stuff. Okay. And I tried to find out where the hell that was uh, because I thought, man, that'd be kind of cool if there's somebody alive out there who has props from the movie, like, you know, get them to come on the show. And Probably got sold off at some estate sale years ago. Or thrown in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. You know. But, uh, but getting back to the the plot of the movie. So we obviously understand Susan's original motivation to murder her mom because her mom was going to have her dad knocked off. And Susan obviously favors her dad because he doesn't smack her around well, yeah, or shake nice her violently. Her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then later I missed the line. I caught like the tail end of it and there weren't subtitles. So it was kind of difficult to hear because the all the dialogue is really low and then the yeah. action sequences with the bad seventies Nintendo music is incredibly loud. So I had to keep adjusting the volume, but so I heard something to the effect of, Oh, the boys in town. Oh, the boys in town are so mean to me, dad, or something like that. That yeah, because I'm so unattractive. Yeah, it's an exchange between him and Susan <laughs> and the typical bullshit. So you know, but then movie it's, logic. But then it's a little confusing because she gets on the phone with the boy that she's obviously 
in a relationship with, I think his name yeah. is Joe and he's going to like come down the road from college and visit her when her dad's <laughs> out college. of town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, from college. And, but before the boyfriend can get there, it's actually a group of other dudes who randomly show up yeah. and they want to like use a casket for a prank or something from the mortuary. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I, I know when I was a teenager, we were constantly stealing caskets. I mean, that, I mean it was just like, our, we didn't that was have what any, we did. We didn't have any know? cows to tip, so we stole yeah. caskets instead. But yeah, so I don't know what the hostility is between her and the town boys unless she's just like the weirdo that I they like to pick on. Yeah, my, my read was that she was just the weirdo. Okay, yeah. That, I mean, and I could this, be wrong about that, but that's that's what I got was that she was just this weird kid. But as far as they know, spiders. that's not the case because they didn't know anything about her spiders or anything like that. They discover True. them when they're at her house. Well, yeah, that's a good point. So I don't, I really don't know what the source of hostility is between. And so maybe they just think she's stuck up and like a loner weirdo. You have to, yeah, you know, you that, have to make a lot of assumptions. Her here. dad's pulling down all that Undertaker money. <laughs> I mean, they do live in a really nice house. They, well, well, it's a mortuary I mean, slash house. It's, yeah. it's a massive like mausoleum, yeah. basically. And, and you know, it, it's I, I see that, and I think. How many people out there right now are living in houses and have no idea that, like, the basement used to be a morgue? Yeah. I mean... Uh, or a source for murders before you were legally yeah, required to report yeah, that yeah. as a real estate agent. Boy, so, stuffed animals in the 70s. Oh, were creepy sucked. as hell. God. They I, sucked. They, like, they, they didn't move or anything. You couldn't animate them. And they, they just looked like they were not going to be... Okay, okay, so there's... Joe, Joe, I think his name is, the boyfriend. So he's obviously in some sort of dorm or police station. You can't really tell. <laughs> it's same, same. <laughs> and, um, they filmed so it in the library. He, probably. He calls Susan and her dad's out of town. So the boyfriend's naturally going to come over to visit while she's alone in the house. But then you have the three hey, random Susan, dudes. Bang? <laughs> hey there, Susan. Looking to lose my V card this weekend. <laughs> but, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Oh, Jessica, but <laughs> five more go, minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. Just go to town. Uh, but yeah, so then a car full of kids shows up who, like you said, they're all like 50 years old. It's yeah. even worse than when Luke Perry was playing a teenager. Oh, he was at least in his 20s. I yeah. mean, he played one well into his 30s, but still. Yeah. But yeah, you have this Volkswagen bug clown car full of kids <laughs> and they pull up to the mortuary. Yeah. And, and clearly the director said, hey, act like a bunch of, you know, rowdy kids. So they're just like bouncing around inside the car. Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> no well, this is before ever. seatbelt laws were enforced or before they even existed. Yeah. Uh, but so they they've clearly been drinking. You see one of them take a swig out of a bottle and they come in and essentially attack Susan. One of them yes. pins her arms down and she can't move. And they're trying to steal a casket. Did we ever figure out why? I, I, no. Honestly, I don't I don't know why they're trying to steal the casket. There's it, like zero motivation that the audience actually understands in this movie. Now, yeah, the I girlfriends mean, of the drunk guys are in the car, but everyone's yeah. going to wind up paying a very steep price for this. Well, and, you know, as far as motivation, like I get the only motivation that's clear is hers because people do bad things to her. And so she she, she retaliates. She retaliates. And so she makes just sort of like an internal logic like okay well she makes sense because okay we don't know why these idiots are breaking into the moor or yeah, to the funeral just, home she's just like a beacon for mistreatment yeah but it makes sense okay they did something bad to her they killed her pet spider and okay yeah so they like, killed jennifer they killed jennifer <laughs> poor jennifer r.i.p poor, poor jennifer <laughs> she was she was she went too young 
But um, my point did of they that, actually kill a spider for that though? Because they have a dead spider. They do, I, and it's the seventies, so there's really no telling. Like we should probably look it up and see. I mean, you know, were like, any spiders harmed in the making of Kiss I, of the Tarantula? I, I, I will tell you that there is nothing in the articles that I read. Uh, I didn't find anything that mentioned. Uh, there was definitely there was a name. Um, there was a guy named Jay Scott who supplied the tarantulas. Okay. Uh, and I'm here. I'll I'll let the audience see uh, with me. See, he is known for. Well, this was the last thing. <laughs> so he apparently was in some stuff before. God. Um, and and then this was the last thing that uh, that he was in. So I don't know if he was like a professional spider wrangler uh, or what, but, uh, but yeah, he does have a small part in this. Like how Tom Jane's a shark wrangler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so it's, I think it's possible that maybe they just found a dead spider, you know, cause they, you got to think these guys don't live forever. No, they these don't. Spiders. Yeah. Uh, let's see what their lifespan is. I don't see, it's not specifically mentioning yeah, that not. they didn't, in fact, murder a spider for this movie. Now, here's another thing, too. If I lived in a funeral home and I was at, <laughs> and I was there by it, myself. The, okay. The Goliath bird eater lives from 15 to 25 years. Oh, um, well done him. Uh, tarantula. Uh, there are different kinds, so it looks like they've got different lifespans, but it looks like they live a while. So it was murder then. Yes, it was. It was murder. They she did not it. expire of old age. Yeah. But no, what I was saying is if I lived in a funeral home yes, and I was there by myself and I was upstairs and I heard noise downstairs. Oh, I'd be freaking There the is fuck no way out. that I would just like, oh, I wonder what it is. Oh, what could it be? Let's go investigate, gang. Because it's either a burglar or it's the undead. Which would or, be worse. Or it's someone looking to do something with the dead. And okay, that, that's the worst that's, option. That's, that's, that's definitely the worst yeah, option. That's, that's that's the bad one right there. But yeah, the guys come in and basically like molest Susan. And once again, they have no idea. I think they're ser they're searching for a casket, so they wind up in her little basement area where she keeps all of her tarantulas. Yeah. And they're like, "What the hell is this?" Like they had no idea that she was doing that before they <laughs> Dude, in came in home, and violated man. her in her own home. Yeah. I mean, you're in a funeral home. What you're going to see some stuff that you don't want to see. Exactly. You know, and she's trying to defend the homestead and be like, no, you can't go down there. Like, stay, get out of my house. And she's trying to say, you know, I do be like brave. She, she decorated her little spider cave, though. She's got some Ooh. some folk art up there. Antique photos, because there's the one that's the one thing you can't replace. Yeah, she steals exactly. them from parties. Yeah. <laughs> and some sort of wicker circle and some sort of bowl that's mounted on the wall. I yeah, have no idea what's and going one on. Of those, the, and she has like a, a coat rack. Yeah, I think my parents had that in the in the seventies. It's like a lawn. It's like a drying line slash coat yeah, rack. The ones that like used to stretch out horizontally. Yeah, a lot of denim. Have you ever snapped your fingers in one of those damn things? Uh, the, oh yeah, the coat rack when you stretch oh, yeah. it out and then yeah. fold it back in. Oh man. So, yeah, poor Jennifer. They pick up her cage and then like. They drop the cage and it shatters, even though it's a wire cage. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who opened it in the beginning, he stomps on the poor spider. And so Susan is now completely losing her mind. And, and okay, so again, she's got motivation. I mean, she does. You know, I mean, if like, somebody again, came in and killed one of my dogs, you better. I don't know that I would it, have been so uh, 
I wouldn't have gone to such great efforts as to sick an army of spiders on them because I'm not a big fan of spiders. Yeah, but, but if somebody killed your dog and you had the option of killing the son of a bitch with an army of spiders, you know, you, I'd be that's, the, that's the route you would go. Yeah. It's like, should I shoot him or should I have him slowly be? Should I you know, leave the yeah. word murder with a question mark on the end of it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like you were saying in the beginning of this podcast, because well, like. Is it murder? Yeah, if she and, was just trying to prank those nasty kids who well, broke and, into her house? And that actually is, like, she very clearly after, and this is coming up soon. Um, and her she, androgynous boyfriend shows up just a moment too late. Yeah. Not yeah. that, I, looking at him, I don't know I don't that he could have done yeah, much of anything to help her. <laughs> oh, no, now you only have 78 tarantulas. But what kills me is that, like, she clearly had the one favorite spider, Jennifer. Yeah. And so, of, of course, that's the one that dies. And then, <laughs> but she's so willing. <laughs> I don't know. Did it do tricks? Did it talk? <laughs> it was like Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. Yeah, I mean, did like, it did you her solve special messages together? in its web? Yeah. Were you out like, you know, investigating haunted houses together? What, 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 you, what are you trying to say? All spiders are the same? That's racist, yeah. Jason. <laughs> yeah, all spiders pretty much the fucking same. They got targets on their back. <laughs> but um, yeah, so for whatever reason, Jennifer's her favorite. And uh, but she's so willing to risk the lives of her other spiders to play out these scenarios because it, I think one of them actually does die in the Volkswagen Beetle. Well, yeah, that's what doesn't make any sense. She's willing to risk the rest yeah. of them in order to get that revenge. So it's, she plays clear cut favorites. She really does. So, I mean, her plan is basically, you know, you have uh, these, these kids after ransacking a funeral home, they go to a drive-in movie, a double feature, by like the way, you. a double feature, a, a Dirty Harry Magnum Force double feature. How which, do you know that? Uh, the, you can see the Did sign. Did I miss the sign? <laughs> yeah, you can see. The, yeah, the sign was up earlier. But so she follows them there and she puts a whole bunch of spiders in the car. Like at least 20 of them. Yeah, <laughs> like, like a there's lot a of bunch. them. Yeah. And the spiders in a beetle. Yeah. And the, uh. and the spiders proceed to kind of walk around everybody and they don't skitter or panic at any given moment. Like, no. it's just, she's got an entire box of them. Gone. Yeah, I know. It's like, did they have them in the refrigerator to slow them down? I don't know, because they, like, even in an acting standpoint, it's it's still chaotic. I mean, the animals are going to get a little panicked, one would think. And, you know, and they can move pretty fast, tarantulas. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but They're yeah, predators, but you know. at no point are they going any faster than, like, the girl from the ring, basically. They no. just don't, they don't freak out ever. Just aggressive making out. Well, it was the 70s. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's like making out like you don't like the other person. It's like you're just hurting her. <laughs> and of course, they left the door partly open. Yeah. Did she open the door or was it already so, no. open? It was, okay. It was partly open. Uh, so yeah. many unanswered questions yeah, in this a, movie. There's a lot of unanswered questions in this movie. I think they did. I think they might have put the, the spiders in the, uh, in, and it, in the refrigerator for a little bit to slow. We did that in high. We, we did a shoot in high school with frogs and the frogs kept moving. So, yes. Yeah. So we, we put them in a cardboard box. We put them in the refrigerator. Oh. And they just sat. Poor things. Oh, but my they, God. But they would thaw out and they would start hopping again. So oh somebody God. would have to take them and put them back so in the refrigerator. There, so there's not just frog boiling. There's frog freezing. Yeah, frog freezing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we didn't freeze them. They were fine. After after, no, after, no. after the shoot was over with, they, they went about. It's, it's a joke, They're son. probably still alive. It's a joke. Yeah. They're probably, probably still. As far as frogs. I know. As far as I know, they're alive. Who knows? But, yeah, once again, an example of spiders crawling. And 
tarantulas are not tiny little spiders that can get away with their body weight on you. Right. Like, they're not slight enough it's like having a to cat not be noticed on you. Yeah. And they're furry, so like the second they touch yeah. your skin, you'd think you would flip out. I yeah. know I would. I mean, like, seriously, it's crawling across this guy's kneecap, and he's like, oh, I'm just so distracted by this girl that I'm making out with. Well, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, seriously, like I said, aggressive making out. <laughs> well, and then she gets back in the car, and her plan is to, you know, to finish her Coke and, <laughs> and, and watch the movie. Watch the carnage <laughs> well, unfold. But but she's very surprised by what happens. I, and I don't understand that either. Well, and you'll you, you see the spiders are just sort of walking around, not really yeah. doing anything. And they're literally they're the least aggressive spiders in any movie starring spiders. Yeah, I mean these like, these are not the Doctor No spider was scarier than all these spiders yeah. combined. Yeah, it, it really was. And Rosie and Jennifer, they always have pretty girl names. Yeah, I don't know why people do that. I don't either. I, I'd name it like Killosaurus or something, <laughs> you know, or Street Thunder. That's <laughs> what I would name it. If I had a pet tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> my pet street thunder that was an excellent callback yeah. i'd know i'd name mine chicano tough, chicano tough. <laughs> that's what i would name it chicano tough. or hood or hood so but what kills me about this though literally um okay literally well because there's killing involved yeah um <laughs> so the spiders begin to cause havoc because everyone just sort of flips out um because again there's no biting there's at no point does not even appear that the spider has bitten somebody? God, One it's of the teenagers. Your neck skin. God. I know. How would you not? <laughs> well, she. I guess she he's thinks he's not that good of a kisser. I lady. know. Does she think that it's his fingers? Like he's so. Like, oh my god. Well, your, they your, try your to fingers pass are it, so delicate. They do try to pass it off like that because he's sort of clutching on her like that around her neck. Yeah. But it, common move. He's but yeah, de very, defying yeah. physics in the sense that it's like okay, yeah. the spider's coming from this direction. His hand is coming from this direction. I don't know. Well, she's I, she's probably not that bright. We're seeking logic um, where there's none to be found. But, so. but here's the thing, right? So when the when the four people do end up, and only three of them die, because one of them ends up in the hospital. Yeah, one of them ends up yeah. borderline catatonic for a while. She goes full uh, Charlie Bronson's daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But one of them dies because she gets her head smashed through a window. Yes. Uh, so really not the spider's fault. Yeah. The, I mean, well, everybody I mean, I, panics and, uh, yeah, she literally gets. <laughs> and they completely forget how doors operate. Yeah. Like none of them are even trying to open well, the door. Did, did she lock them in? Because yeah, they can't get out of the doors. Well, they try. First of all. Okay. Oh, so they're up against the speaker on one side. It looks like, yeah, uh, yeah. But there are four doors to choose from, so and come apparently on, guys. there's nobody else. Oh, right through the window. So yeah, okay. So she's dead. Not yeah, one of the, the boyfriends like kicked her head through the yeah, window of the yeah. uh, door. Yep. And then the other guy, the way he dies is he gets sort of strangled on the steering wheel. Yeah, he's, no, no, no. He's wedged in the. Well, yeah, one does, but the other, the, the guy, you'll see, he gets out. Well, because there are like forty people in this car. Yeah, it is a clown car. Yeah. Oh look, she's bleeding temper. Yeah, she's just going everywhere. <laughs> So this guy goes to get out and he gets his head stuck between the door and somehow the car moves and it strangles him. Yeah. You have, there's very, a lot of, very quickly. There's He's a lot of like, assumption. Like a second. No, I like, I understand how the girl died because that impact would pretty much smash shark. your brain. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's not a shark. No. Just a lame ass spider. And she. Got her hands <laughs> she's on. literally just like, she's going catatonic. Yeah, and she it's, is. It's. And yeah, Susan's just sitting there shocked, like she's going to cry, like, oh, dear God, what have I done? Yeah. And, 
What did she think was going to happen? Well, that's what, that's what I don't understand. You release a truckload of spiders into a car. One of one things is about yeah. to happen. Yeah. I mean, if, if her intention. And I love how they just automatically come back to her. They're like, okay, mom. Spider friends, <laughs> come to me. Assemble. Well, I. Uh, okay. So what I thought, and, and I have no basis for this. Do what, tell was, anyway. Was that. Maybe she she set out to kill them, but then she was sort of like, I can't believe what actually, like, oh my God, I actually did it. And you she know, keeps you know, her dead of, spider. She's petting it still. Yeah. She keeps the body of Jennifer with, with, in like with, a little jewelry box. Yeah. And she's got like the long fingernails. Yeah. That are like. She's uh, got an almost ethereal Gwyneth Paltrow kind of look. Yeah. She, yeah, she, she sort of does. Uh, she's not a terrible actress. No, but I mean, the role doesn't require a wide range of emotion from her. No. Think about what all she really even has to do besides, and I don't even think it's her touching the real spiders, except maybe that one in the beginning where she's just touching its back. Because whenever you see her releasing the spiders to attack somebody, it's always just a hand. You can't see her. And I think it's the Wrangler guy because he's like scooting them. Like, go on, yeah, Steve. She, yeah, I'm not touching Jack, the spiders. <laughs> like, well, her name uh, is Susanna Lang, and this was the only movie she was ever in. Like, this was it. Really? And it is. It's kind of weird when you see that. Like, and it makes me wonder was because, like I said, she's not terrible. I mean, she could have been in other exploitation movies in the 70s. But, you know, that's I, not. It's beyond. funny you bring that up because I recently came across an old movie on DVD that I used to love <laughs> when I was a kid called Just, Princess and the Goblin. And the uh, it's an animated movie. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's from 1991. And it's really hard to find on DVD, but I did. But uh, the main boy actor, uh, Curdy. I tried to look him up the other day because I was like, you know, you you see the faces of the characters you grew up with, like Peter Pan, but I never knew what Peter's voice yeah, looked yeah. like and, or what he looked like in real life. And same with Curdy. I tried to look him up and I found out his name, but he has literally no other history. Yeah. And it, it's weird because it's like, like he fell I, off the face of the earth. Yeah. Because I tried to look up some of the people in this movie to see because yeah, I've done that before. Like, um, you know, I found out that... Uh, the girl who played the little girl in the visitor, like she lives like just down the road, you know? So it's like, it's always, huh. kind of, it's always kind of interesting to see if there's a, some more to these people oh, after yeah. IMDb stopped caring. Yeah. I couldn't find anything on. And on that's these. kind of what you do for a living. So yeah, I mean, that's, there, that's yeah. a little, I mean, there was like nothing. I mean, I didn't like dig too deep to like find out, you know, addresses right. and stuff, but I mean, usually, you, you know, somebody like who, who was in a movie, uh, you're going to be able to find like an article, you know, somewhere where they're talking about the movie. Yeah. Cause they still, you know, somebody else will have tracked them down. Well, you still want to assume that they exist, but sometimes it leads to heartbreak. Uh, right, for instance, yeah. Mr. Brown who, Oh, Hey Adam, what are you doing here? Well, I'm nothing. White lady. <laughs> I was but, watching the movie, Bob. Like, uh, Adam broke my heart when he informed me that the voice actor who played Peter Pan died of like a drug overdose. Oh, and I was yeah. like, why on earth would you do that to me? That's cruel. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that happens. It's mm. a shitty industry. It really is. So yeah. many, so many child stars died that way. It's almost a cliche at this point, and yeah. which is sad to say, but it is. Now, Uncle Rapey's decided to, to, to begin, you know, laying the groundwork yeah. for, uh, for his, his slimy, disgusting. Uh, now, okay. Uncle Rapey's a cop, right? Yes. Okay. Um, he's like the local sheriff. Yeah, he's I like the local say. sheriff. Uh, he, 
Um, Which, he, I mean, they've got quite a monopoly in that town. You got the mortician, the yeah, the, the sheriff. Yeah, they've got supply and demand. They, oh, and it turns out the uncle is corrupt, you know, in a multitude of ways, because not only was he sleeping with his niece's mom, and this is so edible, it's so gross. It's like, yeah, now I'm going to nail the kid, especially since she looks like the mom uh, from back in the day. And Yeah, you're like your mom, but hotter. <laughs> he discovers that Susan has, in fact, been committing these murders. Yeah. <laughs> quote, unquote. And he decides to cover it up because he's got some weird fantasy that they're going to, like, run off into the sunset together. Well, see, that's what's so... <laughs> And again, I mean, I get it. The movie's not going to make a lot of sense. No. Um, but when mom died, did they just, did she actually just die of a heart attack and she was scared? And the well, spider just didn't do And so, like, when they did the autopsy, what happened? Oh, she had a heart attack. Yeah, I guess the question is, but, well, then, how do you die of venom? I mean, anaphylactic shock? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't really know how it works. Kind yeah. of like, you know, with cancer, a lot of cancer patients don't actually die from the yeah. cancer itself. They die of like pneumonia or, or pneumonia. yeah, something yeah. like that. So yeah. I wonder if venom is similar in the sense that it causes cardiac arrest. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't really know that much about it now that I think about it. But um, I want to know what funeral home gave oh them God. all these coffins to use to Seriously. borrow. Because there's a lot of coffins in the movie. There's It's like a parking lot in downtown Atlanta, yeah. but for caskets. Yeah, and so and, that, that had to have been a real funeral home and they were just letting people hop in and Susan, because they had like they had they you know they have like the crane that lifts the bodies out like they had all that stuff yeah they the had movie. all the actual equipment yeah. and susan is a morbid bitch because the guy who stomped on her favorite spider she creeps into the funeral parlor at night and puts jennifer in the guy's hand and rests it against his chest so that no one's going to see it at his at his funeral that is twisted it, in so many ways yeah and it and it's so <laughs> unusual or not unusual that's not the right because why would you want to if she if you loved her that much why would you want to bury her with the dude that stomped her to death i don't know that i don't see the logic there either Well, and she always has this sort of look on her face like she's very i don't know like she lost in the woods was like she's she's kind of putting on this like almost like i'm i'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be innocent. I'm such a naive I, little waif. I, I, I'm just a victim in all this. But then she goes and does something like that. Where yeah, you know, and, and, and you it, can't get behind her because she's, no, you she she no. makes these just absolutely morbid decisions throughout the movie. And with the with the actual murders themselves, that's almost easier to understand. But then she basically goes in and is quasi taunting the catatonic girl. Well, like she's like she. What did she end up saying well, to her? She, she apologizes, and then as as you can see, her friend with the scrunchy face um, <laughs> says, "Like, what did you say? What are you apologizing for?" Which is a very weird thing because, like, you know, I don't know. She, I would, I wouldn't immediately jump to the conclusion that she was a murderer. No, like, because if you hear somebody saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry," well, but wait, didn't she see Susan at the drive-in that night? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe she, she put did. two and two together. It was something like that, uh, I want to say. But who is this dude that she's running to? Because all the guys in the car. Welder. Yeah. All the guys in the car are toast. Yeah. So I guess this is just her boyfriend where she's Se like, that creepy Susan girl is behind all it's of like this. Seven, yeah. It's 70s John McClane. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he ends up crawling around in a. And he wears and full rosette. 
uh, yeah, along his collar. Yeah, so. it, it's. And I love that every man's strategy in this movie is to hook up with Susan. Even this guy who, it, so the girlfriend reports the fact that Susan must be behind the murders from the drive-in. Right. And his main strategy is to try and nail her in the woods. And also to what, distract her. Okay, what happened to the boyfriend? I don't know. He just sort of fell off the face of the earth too. Because they go to they go to I lengths. Guess he, he went to back a, to college. I, I guess he went back to college. <laughs> I suppose because he's not keeping her company or trying to. No, he's gone. Do the boyfriend thing. He just disappears yeah. after that first time that you see him after the original guys attacked her in the house. So I don't. May, maybe like maybe it was the first time he you know like he didn't know about the spider thing either, and well, like yeah, he showed he up and went oh. I wanted no. to get laid this weekend, but no. I'm out. No. no, this is not. Hit the eject button. Yeah, no, this isn't happening. Because uh, there's the hot to crazy ratio, right? Yes, exactly. uh, so why don't you refresh the hindsighter's memory on how that works? Oh, God. What was not, it? not like down to the. What was tick it? Mark. There was, well, there, there was the. What is hot goes up? I can't remember. Was it as hot goes up, crazy goes up? Depending on how hot a woman is, a man will tolerate certain levels of crazy, but only up to like a boiling point. So you can, you have to be a certain level of hot to get away with other levels of crazy behavior is my understanding of it. Here, I've got, uh, I'm, I'm pulling up a, uh, an image of the, uh, here we go. This is the. But yeah, yeah, I here, love we, here we are, the universal hot crazy matrix. <laughs> so let's see, where is Susan Adams? Let's let's zoom in a little bit. Because I mean, she's a beautiful girl. Uh, that I think she's lovely. But I I, I would say, uh, man, seriously, this guy chasing her down is like fifty years old. Oh yeah, he, he's clearly. But I mean, he was working. He looks. He like, was welding in the middle of the street, so he's clearly yeah, he's not a teenager. Yeah. yeah, he looks like Sergeant Hulka. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it kind of does. I see it. No, but so let's see. Like, where where is Susan on the the hot crazy matrix? So she is on the hotness. Let's get. Let's say she's a seven. Okay. And you know she's if she's not beyond an eight and crazy, she's on the border between fun zone and danger zone. Danger zone. Now, if she's a, if if her crazy is a nine, then. Yeah. That's just an absolute yeah. no-go no matter she, what. She's well in the danger zone. Gotcha. I love this. Uh, this, Who, this is, who's a nine? Jennifer Connelly? Like, so what? Well, if no, Jennifer Connelly was a murderer. She's a 10. So, and you'll notice that at the 10 <laughs> point, you can pretty much be a murderer. If, if she's a 9.9. You can get away nine, with yeah, murder. If, if she's in the 9.9, you know, range, she's in the date zone. <laughs> Oh my god! You know, yeah. I so call in and tell us who you think yeah. <laughs> supersedes this yeah. measurement. But yeah, I mean, she's a beautiful girl, but she's she's intentionally malicious while putting on this, like you said, naive little waifish act of, oh, I'm the victim. And well, I see. I think she is victimized. It's she true. Is, yeah, I think that's the the, the biggest flaw of the movie it, because it's. It is a it's a bad movie, but it, it's not as bad as a lot of these kind of movies. Um, if they had maybe established <laughs> the um, the spider thing a little better, and if they had established if they had spent more time with young Susan, I think, then I it may have hung together a little bit yeah, better. Because you're right. Because as it is, it's just she likes spiders. She's weird. People want to bang her. And because she doesn't well, want to bang them, they they do mean things to her. Well, so I guess. yeah, basically. And so this part actually reminds me, uh, 
in a very specific way of house on haunted hill because so the guy his strategy is not to bang susan in the woods he brings her back to the scene of the crime at the drive-in and her hackles aren't immediately raised by that kind of like how annabelle lauren doesn't get to invite anybody to her party at the house on haunted hill and yet somehow in the wide wide world of sports her husband invited the dude she's cheating on him with yeah that doesn't raise any suspicions in your mind come on ladies get it together and, and and again, that's that's sort of the thing. It's like because you you don't really get into her head, Mm-mm. you're just left with questions. You know, like the, okay, like the guy who's you know feeling her up right now. Okay, he's clearly he's dating scrunch face girl. Yeah, it and seems scrunch, that way. Scrunch face girl was like, hey, this hot chick might have you know murdered some people I know. You should go on a date with her. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I'm really not into you that much anyway. So I'll go out with her and, you know, maybe something will happen. Which, I mean, like if you were, he has every intention of hurting her, but he takes her to a public drive-in instead, because he initially finds her in the woods, a very convenient place to murder her and dump her body. But no, I'm going to take her to the drive-in to teach her a lesson. Well, it's like he wants to, he wants to find out if she did it or not. Like, but why does he care? Because yeah, again, was he we, friends with any of those yeah, kids? Is he just doing this yeah, at again, the behest of his pinch face girlfriend? Right. Yeah, that's that's the problem. It's like they're they're asking the audience to just sort of go along with whatever. And, you know, look, it's 1975. You're sitting in a movie theater. You're eating popcorn. You're trying to get the bra off of the girl next to you. You really <laughs> that's what this movie is. Your brain power is kind of scattered. Yeah, this is not <laughs> so. Kramer, this is not Kramer versus Kramer where you're going in expecting something. You know what you're getting when you watch a movie like this. And it's one of the things that I like about movies, these, these exploitation movies is because, you know, if it hits certain marks, it it succeeds. Yeah. You know, if it's scary, which this isn't. No, um, this isn't scary at all. It's just not even remotely scary. mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's passably kind of macabre. Yeah. It's like passably interesting. In a way where it's like, well, you know. Yeah, because like I think what really would have tied this together, even in a small way, is that if, like you said, we had spent more time with young Susan and saw like the boys chasing her home from school or like how Forrest Gump got run down every day by the school bullies, something like that. I don't know. But you never even see these people until after they attack Susan, meaning like. You could have done it in a lazy way, like, oh, that's Susan girl. I don't want to go there. She's creepy. Like, just do anything. Like, I don't know. Well, and also, too, I I think that part of the problem with the movie is that they just reveal everything, you know, kind of in real time. And so there's no mystery. There's no question. Like, you see characters going like, oh, did she do it? Well, we know she did. Yeah, there's no twist whatsoever. Yeah, there's no twist. We know she did. And she just gets increasing, increasingly worse because yeah. uh, she actually <laughs> ends up burying one of her victims underneath. Well, that's Uncle Rapey. Yeah. Yeah, that's when she kills well, Uncle Rapey. Well, how does end. she kill him, though? So, um, well, so the, she it, really doesn't. Well, no, but she, she incapacitates him. Well, he fell down the stairs. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I he, thought yeah, one of her spiders had, bit him or something no, and paralyzed her. him. No, he okay. was in the process. He was going to rape her. I missed so much. Yeah, he, he <laughs> was. Well, he was attacking her. You know, presumably that was what he was doing. Well, because he comes to her and says oh, that. He, sorry, this guy. Yeah. I don't know if you see him again. Oh, yep. He's going full John McClane. <laughs> yeah, here but, it is. The John McClane scene. 
<laughs> this is great. Yippee ki mother spiders. Yeah, they, they made so many jokes about the fat guy because he looks like fat Hitler. Oh, yeah, he really did. He really, yeah. He'll come up again. But uh, so Uncle Rapey. Yeah, there he is. Bad <laughs> he kind of looks like Trigger from Friends, the uh, superintendent of Rachel and Monica's building. The I big guy know. with a mustache. Uh, friends, people will know what I'm talking about. But uh, so Uncle Rapey makes his way over to Susan's house after he pieces together that it was, in fact, her who committed these crimes. Right. But he covers it up. Like I said, so that they can presumably yeah. ride off into the sunset together and she's not down with, you know, sleeping with her uncle. Yeah, surprise, <laughs> What surprise. a stuck up bitch. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, so, dad, her dad is just like oblivious to everything. Well, and her, he's her never dad, there. It, it shows him leaving the house like half a dozen times because he well, goes to like a mortician conference yeah, or boy, something. Yeah, mortician, you know, yeah. Mort, he's on a date at Jimmy Pastos. Yeah, he's at Mortcon. <laughs> Gone. More than morticians there. He's <laughs> With doing his toupee. And doing his stand-up routine. Uh, How uh, spider was yeah. it? <laughs> no, but what what I, I think if they had sort of told the movie from the perspective, pick one person, tell the movie from that person's perspective. You know, pick like an every man or every woman. That gives you a reason to be missing information. Right. You know, sort of like if the scrunch face girl was sort of the the moving factor where okay well what happened and then she uncovers well you know her mom died and they you know dig into that a little bit and they find out some more oh well you know the mom died of a heart attack but yeah you know instead because they lay everything out for you yeah and, and they they just say well she killed her mom she used a spider this happened then she did that. There's no, you have no mystery. Well, and, there's no linking to the only thing that the deaths had in common was the spider. So like you said, in the car, the girl gets her head smashed in. Another guy chokes to death. Another one gets his head crushed by a pole in the car frame. Yeah. And the mom presumably has a heart attack from the spider venom or whatever. And so the actual death, like that would have been interesting if you had seen like a, a newspaper clipping of, Oh, her mom died of a heart attack. Right. And yeah. One of these kids did in the drive-in yeah. too, and then yeah, piece and, and it all together. You, and you can even add, you know, when they're doing the research, they're like, "Oh, her mom died of a heart attack. Oh, somebody else died. Like, oh, there's in like, a similar way. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, people have been like dropping dead around this this girl for. That's a while. the fastest oh. any of the spiders move in the entire movie. It's like scuttling down yeah, the they, air yeah. vent. They must have put some food out there for him. And did she? So he wasn't trying to actively pursue her again after the drive-in no she was uh, just, she just followed him to work where he clearly climbs around in vents and seals them up for a living and uh yeah she sticks her army of spiders on him yeah and and it, it's really just his bad luck to be in the vent that only goes so far you know usually air conditioner vents like they just keep going and and you can go out the other side <laughs> also i'm pretty sure you could kick your way out of it if you're in an air, if I was in an air conditioner duct and I suddenly found myself confronted by an army of tarantulas, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm hauling ass. <laughs> also, I'd probably step on a lot of the tarantulas. Yeah, because like I, before I, they even get around, you stomp on them or something. Hit them, hit them with your hand. Yeah, you know, I mean, do something. Because I mean, for as God's long sake. as they don't bare their fangs into you, like smash them with your fist or something. I don't know, but yeah, and, and he's again, just laying. Stone still while there's a tarantula dramatically crawling down his face. And well, and that's the other thing, too, that, that doesn't make sense about the tarantulas is that they never explain why the tarantulas attack people. Yeah, it's like the second she lets them out of their cage, they they're just go just into gonna, murder mode. They're going to kill something. They're yeah. just killing the first moving, living thing that they come across. It's like the sharks in Shark Night. It's like, okay, there's this vast bayou. 
But the first thing the sharks do when they're released into the water yeah. or out of their cage is seek out a human being to yeah. eat. Yeah. Not not another animal, nothing like that. Like it, they just it's like they're trained. Yeah, it it's really, you know, you you can kind of tell that the the idea for the movie was we have access to spiders. Let's make a movie. Yeah, cuz there's no you differentiating factor the, the, the spiders aren't special not no. like in deep blue sea we at least have the backstory of the makos are smarter right. and they want to escape the facility and so they have a vendetta <laughs> against the people keeping them captive yeah, <laughs> but uh in this movie and shark night like the animals aren't special right so it's like did she just train them to bite everybody because yeah. they're super gentle with her yeah because i mean like if you look at you know uh better spider movie like arachnophobia did we do arachnophobia <laughs> we sure did we did god i've forgotten i think that was a mr brown pick actually god that was a long time ago it was a while ago we've been hanging out with each other for yeah. several years now so it's well, we've covered quite a few movies but like with arachnophobia but that's where the uncle pieces it together because uh one of the spiders got injured and lost a leg <laughs> in the vent attack and no one else notices the spider leg the severed leg just sitting on the garage floor and the uncle's like oh that's funny I never find spider legs at home. Yeah. <laughs> and you just and like he knows it's a tarantula leg. I mean, it is pretty yeah. distinct. It's not uh, yeah. mangled or anything. And also, where they where they get the leg from? Was that Jennifer's uh, leg? Did, oh, they, did they pluck it no, off Jennifer's dead body? Uses a prop. But um, yeah, but so the uncle nice. doesn't know about her. Does he know about her spider collection? Because the dad seems to know because in the in the very beginning. The dad definitely knows. Because uh, she's like, Daddy, Mommy keeps murdering my pets. And he goes, oh, don't worry, darling. We'll get you another one. And so, but that's just when she's like collecting them off yeah. of tree branches and stuff. Not when she has, and, yeah. and that one wouldn't have fit in a little cage like a tarantula no. does either. Uh. And But then she suddenly has a tarantula that she murders her mom with. God, this movie doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. It doesn't hang together at all. At, at, I, love at, I know she just. I expected <laughs> so, the nurse to start slapping her. Catatonic like, girl, like like like, uh, like on an airplane. I expected to see like a line of people coming in slapping God. her. <laughs> but so the the catatonic girl is in a hospital, and I love this conversation between Uncle Rapey and I guess the doctor. He's like, "No, she's way too far gone. She's you know." She's off her rocker or whatever he says about her because they're basically going to hospital her, hospitalize her for life. Yeah. Uh, especially after she has the freak out. So there's like a little pot of plants <laughs> in her room and she sees a spider on it and has a like a oh, yeah, she loses daddy it. meltdown. Yeah, she absolutely loses it. Well, and it's, it's one of and the nurse has to like, you know, confine her to her bed. <laughs> like, yeah, and I just love how you can tell the nurse doesn't like her or anyone. Well, I mean, (laughs) that's a tough industry just by itself, by the job description alone. But when people start physically attacking you when you're just trying to do your job, that's an extra hurdle that most people don't want to face. How long did that man spend on his sideburns every morning? Oh, I mean, it'd be funny if the rest of his hair was a toupee, but his sideburns (laughs) are real. real. And that's why he commits so much time to styling him in the morning. You know, there's somebody out there like that. Oh, absolutely. There's definitely somebody out there like that. Absolutely. But yeah, so Catatonic Girl is going to remain in the hospital, I guess. So that was the one person that could really, you know, finger Susan for the crime. Uh, the, <laughs> it's an actual expression. <laughs> Uncle Rapey would disagree with you. <laughs> well, he could finger her. He's got evidence. He could. <laughs> he, I, 
regret everything. He could totally finger her. <laughs> anyway. The only reason he's, well, all right. <laughs> he, he's got his reasons for not, but I'm just saying he could if he wanted to. Because he wants to finger her. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Uncle Rapey picks Susan up from the hospital and... Yeah, once again, I never figured out in his boat. That is from the 1970s. You can just see the suspension just bouncing up and down (laughs) because they're filming it in another 1970s car. So it's impossible to keep the shot steady. Yep. But uh, yeah, so the girl who's catatonic was the one who could actually prove that there were spiders in the car. I'm not going to say it again. Uh, And she, but once again, how many people know about the spider collection? Because the leg know. is what seems to tip off the uncle. So it seems to me like he knows that she collects them. He, he would have to, you know, I mean, it's a because shame. Because otherwise he wouldn't have picked up the leg and been like, oh, look at right. that. Yeah, yeah. It would make no sense whatsoever. He Unless has he to just, know. I mean, maybe his brother, you know, like, you know, one day, like you do, tell your brother, you know, I'm kind of worried about my kid. She keeps collecting spiders. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Um, yeah, she's weird. Well, maybe she's, you know, the right level of hot for that crazy, qu- exactly, crazy quotient yeah. for Uncle if, Rapey. It, yeah. If she was any less attractive, she would be in jail. Probably. I mean, that's just all there is to it. If that's she, true. If, because if, she, if she was, if she was like a little dumpy thing it's with a big old like wart on her face, no, straight to jail, straight to jail. What's what, what does that <laughs> comedian Matt Rife say? He was like, oh yeah, it's perfectly possible for a man and a woman to be friends, but it means that one of you is ugly. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, sorry, ladies. I know you don't want to hear that, but there you go. But yeah, so Uncle Rapey's basically making his move and trying to. Oh, there's dad. Dad's back. Yeah. He's he's not at. Frank Zappa's back. Mortician con this week. Yeah. And his, like, it, when you look at the shots uh, of the uncle, or just various shots in the room, like, does he just have, like, urns? Like, is that an yeah. urn back there? He's just like Mort the mortician. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess if that's. There's your... an urn. There's another urn. There's a statue or there's an award I won that looks like Best an urn. urn. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's God. I guess when you're a mortician, I mean, it's like, that's your job. So, but you you'd know. think they'd be in one place, not serving would, as decor yeah. around the house. Yeah. And I hope it's empty. Well, I don't know. Martha <laughs> might be in one of them. The mom. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. He probably, I don't know. He probably didn't hang on to that. Well, no, <laughs> they, showed, they showed, they showed her funeral. They were burying her. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's she, right. Yeah, she got planted. Well, then who's in these urns? I don't know. The rest of her know. spiders the that have died her over spiders. the years? <laughs> yeah, because by, by this point, she's had to have gone through about a thousand spiders. Yeah, because like I said, there's supply and demand like, here that is not making sense. Just, no, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> how many freaking spiders are there available to you for these murders? And how many spiders are, you know, becoming casualties during these murders. Yeah. I, because one clearly lost a leg. Jennifer got stomped on, but it doesn't, I don't think it shows any I, of the rest like of them that, dying magically. Yeah. And, and I like that, you know, she comes to him. Well, know, he is the sheriff. He's the sheriff. Or a detective at least, because he wears a suit through most of the movie. Yeah. He doesn't really wear yeah. a uniform. Yeah. He wears a uniform in the beginning. I and think then he I guess was a police promoted. officer when he was cheating with the mom and then yeah. got promoted to detective. Yeah. I, I suppose. Who cares? You know? And, and so she goes, uh, scrunch face girl, um, <laughs> scrunch face who McGee. looks okay in a profile. Um, but she goes to the, uh, the high school gym where he works. <laughs> he's it's got, very, he's it's, got the rosary. On the- yeah. It's very clearly, they just put some stuff in a high school gym oh, or absolutely. a high school classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, I mean, that's where you film movies. I mean, you hey, that have, is, that is an Ed Wood level quality right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and so he's got to figure out now, you know, because his plan is I'm gonna I'm gonna protect her so I can bang her. Yeah. And now here's this person saying that she, you know there's some I I have to investigate it. So he his hands are kind of tied now. He's technically not wrong though because she doesn't have a lick of proof. Well, no, you're she right. Just, you're it's right. all conjecture that she's pieced together and. She heard Susan say something relatively innocuous, which was, I'm so sorry. And what's the first thing you hear when, like, somebody okay. comes to you and they're like, oh, so-and-so and my family died. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily indicate guilt. It's yeah. just that, so it's just vague of a situation enough that, and she can't provide proof against right. Susan. So the uncle has pieced it together completely. Maybe they did film that. Look, there's like, there's like wire on the windows. Maybe they did film that in some kind of a police station. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. But um yeah, so now Susan's just creeping around in the woods. <laughs> yeah. For whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. Oh no, it's the girl. Uh it's yeah, pinch face girl trying to spy on Susan. Yeah, and she's gonna try get to, some of that proof. Yeah, she wants evidence. <laughs> yep. And uh and that works out well for her. Oh yeah. She dies I think she arguably dies harder than anybody else in the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. The kids got pretty mangled in the drive-thru. So yeah, but, that, but she like that, gets her neck snaps and like yeah. she's like all mangled in the puddle. Like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. And those kids in the in the beetle, that was really their own fault. So she tried to convince the local law enforcement, hey, this girl is creepy and she's committing these murders. And right. he's obviously trying to cover it up. So pinch face girl sneaks to the mortuary and tries to find some evidence and what she finds instead. <laughs> Well, I guess it is kind of evidence is the uncle making a move on Susan. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, well, they're clearly in bed together. (laughs) (laughs) He's protecting her. Hiding behind a tree. Yeah. Just like you do. (laughs) You know, she's wearing the brightest clothing she could possibly. (laughs) I was just thinking that she's wearing white with like a bright red skirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's not subtle. See, and the, the weird thing, too, is that you look at this mortuary house and it looks all grim and drab and mortuary like, or does it? Or is it just a house from the 1970s? That's my question is that <laughs> you can't and usually tell. when there's a house like that, there's a clear difference between the living quarters right. and yeah. the funeral home quarters. Like it, or at least that that's the case these days. I don't know. But I mean, in the olden days, cause I know, um, I know like when my wife was, uh, was in New York and you know, they would go up to New York for funerals when one of the old timers passed Yeah, and like they would, she would go to the funeral home, but it was just like a brownstone and the, the, like the, the, she would go, they would send her like downstairs and there was like a little office where she would do like homework or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, wasn't until she was older that she realized like that was the office of the funeral home. Oh my God. And like there's on the other side Ugh. of the door, there's dead folks, you know, and, but, but it was literally just like a brownstone at Recuglia funeral homes. Recuglia. I think that oh was my it. God. Yeah, I think that was it. Uh, but I gotta yeah. look this up. But it was like, you know, upstairs was, you know, the funeral parlor area. And then there was, you know, the, Dudes lived on the top floor, and that was just what you did. Yeah. You know, which I mean, you lived I, above the shop. Yeah. R- which Rokuglia and Son Funeral Home. Oh, God. Is it still there? <laughs> Appar- it- yeah. Holy um, shit. Uh, 323 Court Street in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, my York. God. That's, that's it. That's gorgeous. Open 24 hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean. Naturally. Oh, God. So Shout yeah. out to Rakuga and Son. <laughs> They're not sponsors. No, they are not. <laughs> so They don't even know we exist. That is not a paid promotion. 
but, you know, if you are in the New York area and you die, uh, I would suggest looking them up. <laughs> After you're dead. Yeah. You know, they're open 24 hours. Yeah. Because, you know, it's so annoying when you die and it's like two in the morning. Oh, my God. And so, uh, yeah, I Susan is just baffling to me because she even keeps that sort of pathetic victim-like persona when her uncle's actively kissing her. Because up until now, he's done stuff that could be considered kosher, but not exactly. But it's it's just beyond the line of plausibility. But then once he goes to kiss her on the mouth, it's like... She just yeah. sits there and she's not even really struggling against him that's or your anything. Red, that's your red flag. <laughs> that's that, that's that, where the crazy hits, well, hits that's, the wall for you. That's and you know, and Mr. Brown's not here, but I think he would agree with what? me. What? That's that's red light behavior. <laughs> Full on the mouth, open mouth kissing. That's red light behavior. I absolutely agree with that. I learned that in Catholic school. So, you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll leave that. By the way. And a hush falls over the room. Yeah. Uh, so, so the scene, sorry, I'm trying to analyze this like it's a real movie. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's so close to a real movie. It has horror elements. It's got. It really does try to be a real movie. Yeah. It really tries. And it's. The elements are too loose and don't fit together yeah. well enough for it to be a legit movie. Though. Well, You're right. it's. it's competently made mm-hmm. um like if you compare this to a lot of the other exploitation yeah, movies, like the camera work is good yeah everything's uh, exposed correctly yeah. m- more or less some of the scenes are a little dark the audio mm-hmm. the audio is kind of crap but like even oh, the, the audio is horrible yeah but i wonder how much of that was just the the copy of the movie that we have access to as bad audio you know because yeah. uh, even on the riff tracks version it's actually kind of annoying to watch that because the riff tracks you know mike and bill and kevin are are at a certain volume in every riff tracks thing yeah and it's usually like the riffers are here and then the movie's right about here Uh and on this one the riffers are here and the movie's way down low huh so you kind of have to play it a little louder when you're watching the riff tracks version oh i can imagine that's even more frustrating because even with just watching the movie Straight out, like I had to adjust the volume yeah. about fifty times watching it. Now we're pretty. This has got to be day for night. Yeah, this is very much day for night. Um, <laughs> what they're shooting? It's they're shooting in the daytime for nighttime. Oh, okay. And they had to put like a filter. Yeah, or you just stop the camera down, so oh. you're just not exposing it as much. But you know, the bright sunlight, you know, beaming off the water is a pretty dead giveaway yeah. that it's not nighttime. The moonlight's not that bright. Yeah, Jason. exactly. Yeah, the, uh, you have to wear sunscreen so the moon doesn't burn you. I mean, you have to give um, it to Pinch Face. She is basically like a cross country runner oh, in the she woods. Does good. Like yeah. she only falls once, and usually that's the demise of anybody in any horror movie when they're running through the woods. Is, I, I actually, fell down. I oh think, no, no. I think Pinch Face might be my favorite character. <laughs> Why? I'm just realizing. It. I think she's she's actually the one who's she's she's the most dynamic. She's actually got a mystery to solve. She her motivation's very clear. You know, her friends were attacked. Yeah, you know, like okay, I, I get it. Um, you know, unfortunately though, she's not going to outrun. 70s. She meets a ah, sticky there you go. end. There's yeah. a fall. She fell again. There's a fall. That's and this it. time, oh yeah, no, he's got her. Yeah, he does, and it's just it's so ironically, sad. ironically, she pulls out a praying mantis and throws it at him <laughs> and kills him. That would how fucking awesome! Would they, she's got like a centipede in her pocket and throws it. She's in his got face. something that's actually legit venomous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he, poor thing. He chokes her out in the woods. I'm surprised he didn't rape her. 
Uh, you know, he's, is, is his rape interest specifically for Susan? He, he is absolutely fixated on his niece. Yeah. Like he's not turned on if it's not his brother's daughter. Well, because for him, I guess, uh, it's never wanted to utter that sentence. (laughs) Well, for him, I guess it's just unfinished business because his girlfriend suddenly dies unexpectedly. And then there's basically a a younger replica of her who comes along later. Yeah. Be damned if it's his niece, but uh, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. I see her heads all twisted and a random hobo yeah, finds ran- her in the random, woods. Random dude finds her. Yeah. Unnecessarily. You yeah. Know, and I love that they they yeah, strategically like put a leaf on top of her. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And also, first thing you do when you find somebody typically is not just go ahead and move their neck. No. Hey, you okay? I guess crunch, he was trying crunch, to figure crunch. out, like, is she really dead? Because her, her neck is at a really odd angle. Yeah. So, Detective Lapel, um, <laughs> Uncle uh, L- L- Lapey Rappel, or wait, shit. Rapey Lapel. Rapey Lapel. <laughs> Lapey Rapel. God, what did my, bra- my brain just do there? I don't know. Yeah, Mine well, does that all the time. We're all actually transposed yeah, the so, letters. Yeah, yeah. Uncle, Uncle Rapey Lapel, <laughs> Detective Uncle Rapey Lapel, uh, kills the girl and then covers up his own murder. Mm-hmm. Because he's in charge of the investigation. Kills the only innocent person in this equation. Yeah. And then. And, and I don't know. I guess he's just sort of pushed over the edge. I'm guessing so because like, now it's his, like he's really truly committed. It's not a lie yeah. of omission on his part where yeah. he's just leaving out important information. Well, because Susan's made it very clear that she's not interested in banging her uncle. But now he's got, you know, some blackmail that he can implement. So And he's also got a murder he's got to worry about. Yeah, exactly. So he's, you know, he's in neck deep. But uh, it's like he expects her to be grateful and I yeah. Uh, yeah, he's that he's just as corrupt, if not more so, than she is. Because that's the thing. Oh, I didn't really pay attention to this when I watched it last night. He's the only person in the movie who physically, personally murders somebody. Susan's been sticking spiders on people her entire life, but he's the only one who ever actually lays hands on a victim. Right, yeah. he He's the only person who it is very clearly, there's no questions asked, he intentionally killed her. Because even with Susan, it's sort of like, well... Did she really? I killed her in the name of incest. I mean, when she kills the guy in the air conditioner duct, I think I think by that point she's at least aware that people can be frightened to death by her spiders. Like she's got no more. She can't say, "Oh, I was just trying to scare him." Yeah, that's true. That was definitely murder. Yes. Um, you know, and it was a very selfish murder because it wasn't like you know, it wasn't a revenge thing. It wasn't. I'm trying to save my dad's life. Well, it was, no, first, I'm just. She was just covering herself. But are you sure though? Because the guy, he doesn't really have anything on her. Now he does try to kind of force himself on her at the drive-in, but it's not like he ever maliciously tried to choke her out or murder her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I guess it's true. Like from her point of view, like she's not really aware of anything that. That she doesn't see the he's connection. Worth murdering. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just like she's <laughs> just, she's just the perpetual victim she's for a, reasons she doesn't even necessarily yeah, understand. She's a spider lady. She's doing what spider ladies do. Yeah, that's, that's just, exactly what yeah, it is. Once you once you go down that path, you know that that's your life is just going to be murdering. But we are reaching the crux of the movie where, you know, ominous Uncle Rapey is walking. Yeah. 
creepily up to the mortuary, and Susan's upstairs in her bedroom. And you know he's up to no good. Oh, he's nefarious. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, it's gonna, it's something bad's gonna happen in the last. One of like, one five things is about to yeah. happen. Yeah. So he makes his way upstairs and like confesses the whole situation to Susan and just like, oh, I did it for you, Susan. Now we can yeah. be together. And you're just like, uh, that's not the most romantic proposition I've ever heard. Well, and so he's clearly, clearly crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's nuts. He has whatever kind of psychosis it is, he definitely has some kind of, of psychosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just calmly reading a book. She's just like, you know. Well, she doesn't know that he's there. Yeah, no, I know. It's just, you know, she's. But this, she's not exactly bothered by anything that she's done. But um, yeah, you know she she puts on her her nighty, well, and, her and, cute little nighty, and reads in bed. But yeah, I mean she she probably feels justified in everything that she did because if probably she feels so. perpetually victimized, then yeah, okay, this is just how you eliminate these yeah. problems. And well, and see, I think another thing that would have made the character more interesting is if. Maybe there had been an additional threat to her father at some point. Yeah. Or like if there was an intermediate thing, like he killed, like she kills mom because of that. Like, you know, she's really protective of dad. Like she's obsessed with. Yeah, with that makes sense. Safe. Or because she's not like an obvious sociopath or anything. Cause she does go to the hospital to apologize to the catatonic girl. She's yeah. like, I'm so sorry. She shows remorse at least at one point throughout yeah. the movie, but she's not a sociopath. She's not necessarily, she's just kind of a psycho. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and and then she ultimately is faced with a legitimate lunatic. He's crazy. Who's been like purposefully quasi victimizing her her whole life. Yeah. He's always just too well, close see, and yeah. leaning into her and nuzzling her. And that now it's just like, he's already straight up like grabbed her and kissed her before. Well, And that's, that's and now he's in her bedroom. Yeah. And there's sort of an open question too. Like, was this the first time he ever tried to do anything with her? Like, what did he do to her when she was a kid? You know, I'm, like, was, I don't there, know. was I there think something the first, else there? I think the first most intimate contact they have is that weird kiss, but Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. He, he falls down the stairs and he, he's paralyzed and can't move. Yeah. Um, Oh, and, and what's hilarious and totally is that justified like, on her part. Oh, no. In yeah. this instance, yes. Like yeah. that 100%. Which but, is so fucking weird because she's attacked by this guy. It's the first time where it's like, okay. You, there's a clear she, history there. She you could know have just where called the, the cops. Yeah, you know where the animosity is coming from. Yeah, yeah. At this, well, no, can she though? Because he's he's corrupt and she doesn't know like high, how high this goes. Well, I'm, I'm not I don't know. I suppose. But, and, and he's not dead yet. She's so killed people. Could... Sorry. She's killed people for far less. So, I mean, yeah. th- that's what's about to happen here. What What's crazy to me is that he falls down the stairs and then he's like, Susan, call for help. Oh my God. How many times does he say the name Susan? Susan. 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 Now, Susan. Susan. Susan, please. Susan. Susan. He says it like 40,000 times. It's like, maybe if you keep saying Susan, she'll change her mind. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, craziness abounds. Uh, so the air vent guy is still in the funeral parlor, correct? They haven't buried him yet because that's the casket. Well, we're about to no, see it. No, they but- use, no, she uses a uh, pinch, punch, uh, pinch face. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, squish face girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she, she hoists her out. And actually, it's hilarious. It's pretty. 
No, because what happens is her, you know, uh, Susan, uh, you know, she she drags Uncle uh, Rapey into the funeral, uh, which is pretty parlor. impressive. She's not a big gal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess they had just went, you know, like uh, put something on the floors. Maybe it's really slippery. Maybe you know, but shellac uh, the wooden floors. So she drags him into the funeral home, uh, the funeral parlor mm-hmm. area. Where there's still like 50 caskets, despite the fact that half the town is dead now. Well, you know, it's it's the showroom. That's where <laughs> Bela Lugosi would go in and, and, and try out the coffins <laughs> and then complain about how shoddy the inventory was. Um, but she, her her plan is... So she, then she's Vampira, not Elvira. Well, there yeah. There it is. So she, she goes to Squish Face Girl's casket, opens it up, and there's like a glass thing on the casket. I guess they sprung for like a deluxe... Thing with like a glass view. Well, they thing. had a line specifically about that, and oh, she, did they? I, uh, yeah, yeah I because when it. her father's prepping, and part of the logic here is that uh, they've already closed off Pinch Face Girl, and they're not going to reopen her casket. Like they, I think they had her funeral; they just haven't buried her yet. Okay, so they've like hermetically sealed her. And the father even says, because Susan's like, oh, beautiful job, father. She looks lovely. And he's like, oh, yes, she'll stay looking lovely for quite some years now. And he's just, he's a genuine guy. Yeah, I mean, he comes off as creepy despite that. But he's yeah. like, yeah, she'll stay lovely for years to come now. And so they made a point out of that yeah, so that she can go in and lift it back up because you're not <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> How much would it suck to be this actress? God, seriously. Lay in this coffin and this chick's going to like, you know, manhandle you into this. Well, <laughs> into and this we're going to choke you out in the woods. We're yeah. going to make you lay in a muddy pond where a hobo picks you up and like stretches your neck around. Yeah. And then we're going to put you in these like gurney straps. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to we're going to lift you out. And, and, but okay. you got to pretend to be dead the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Yeah, she's doing the a good job. Focuses she's doing on a good her job. The whole she's, time. Yeah. She's holding her breath. She must be like a free diver. And this is the part that's crazy because rigor mortis apparently doesn't exist in this universe. No, no. Um, yeah. Well, that's how good a job her, her father did as an undertaker. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's just how well preserved she is. So she's going to, she's going to hoist squish face girl out of the coffin. <laughs> Poor squish face. <laughs> I know, I feel bad. Like I said, she's my favorite character in the movie. No, but we haven't called her yeah. a single legit thing this no. entire time, and she's the only innocent person in the entire movie. <laughs> Poor actress. Besides the dad. So we're going we're gonna to take her out, and then we're going to take Uncle Rapey, put Uncle Rapey in the casket. Which doesn't make a lot of sense, because it, it almost looks like they stuffed like tissue paper underneath yeah. her to create an extra layer of... I, I guess they got a super, super big casket. It's yeah, got she a got a double bottom. wide? Like, what is that? Well, but if you notice, and I'll, I'll I'll put it on full screen whenever we get up to it. But, oh, my God. But when she puts Uncle Rapey in, and then she puts uh, Squish Face Girl in on top of <laughs> Uncle Rapey, um, and presu- presumably so, like, you know, Uncle Rapey will just suffocate, suffocate, and then they'll bury them both. And, and it's whatever. the perfect crime. Perfect crime. Um, but she closes the, the glass lid back down again and yeah. if you pay attention <laughs> look at look at squish face girl's nose because she's up too high in it and so when the glass goes in it squishes her nose down <laughs> like it literally it, that's it, what i was just thinking yeah. it's like there's not sufficient room for both of them in that freaking how did she get it closed again i guess she crushed them i i well that's what's so weird like the, having the glass panel there actually made it less reasonable because yeah. 
then you, if it wasn't a glass panel, you could have just thrown, you could throw three people in there probably. But I guess the thought know? process behind that was like, well, he could scream until he ran out of air and somebody might've found him. So they had to add like an extra layer of something to make it impossible for him to ever be found. I guess. But poor and Susan God, is. They have to show us every minute. Yeah. Um, her arms like, must be on fire from like wheeling that gurney of straps. It's like, we <laughs> know what she's doing. We don't need to see. We get it. You have email. <laughs> Okay, now lower him down. Well, at least they okay. cut out the part where she hitched him into the straps because uh, yeah. they cut away for that. But she basically just takes a little rope and like throws it over his face. And then they cut to a different scene. And then you come back and the uncle's conveniently already hitched yeah. up in the gurney thing. Yeah. So, yeah, there's like... <laughs> it's like straw. Yeah, there's like there. straw in the bottom of it. And I'm pretty sure that's not how caskets work. I don't know. I, I do but not I know. But I couldn't speak too confidently about it. Not a clue. Okay. Honestly. Uh, we don't know anything about venom or caskets. No, My God. no we really don't. Um, we should have done again, our homework. It's like, guys, we know what she's doing. You could literally just show just the after. We don't need the whole process. Well, it's like when you get uh, car scenes. <laughs> Instead of just like people hopping in the car and then they're suddenly at their destination, you get people talking. Oh, yeah. Well, or, yeah, James Wynn style, just show the entire car trip. Yeah, and you're like, you we know. know they're going somewhere. That's yeah. the entire implication. But, yeah, you're right. There was a lot of – they didn't need to show us this no, entire no, process. They really, really, <laughs> it really was so unnecessary. And it's just it, – it makes it so lame because he's – you know, supposedly he's paralyzed from the neck down now, but it's, he's doing such a crappy job of being paralyzed from the neck down <laughs> and also able to speak. And here's the thing, when you're paralyzed from the neck down, you, you, you can't breathe. Like if you break your neck and all of a sudden you can't, you know, you're, you're not well, going to just we know be... that he broke his neck precisely. Well, why, why is he paralyzed then? Cause he may have broken some part of his spine. Like, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. He may have messed something up yeah. in the middle of his bed. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, who knows? I'm going to cover you up with bed sheets. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if he was theoretically paralyzed from the neck down, he's going to stop breathing soon anyway. Like, he should have stopped yeah. breathing already. Yeah. So I mean, it just won't laying be... there constantly going, Susan, <laughs> Susan. Yeah, I used my last breath Susan. to say your name 74 times. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, here, okay, yeah, more, okay, yes. We, we know what she's doing. We get it. Okay, now we get to see the other poor one. Pinch face. Down. Yeah, pinch face. <laughs> she's it's, back. It's You're right, though, because she's like, there's just clearly not space for it, but now they're lowering the glass, and let's see what happens. Yeah, no, check it out. Yeah, it so. really does pinch her nose. Well, you're going to have to wait for another 15 minutes while she yeah. unhooks the whole rig and, and backs <laughs> it up. And I like how, how you can clearly tell she's moving to let it up. Or is oh, he moving uh, underneath uh, her? There you go. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're all good now. Okay, everybody well, comfortable? Well, this was back in the 70s, and you've mentioned on several occasions how, you know, you saw this movie, maybe you were making out in the theater, yeah, no one, you were kind you were of distracted, stoned. and you were never going to watch this movie No, you again. were never going to see it again. It was <laughs> never going to happen. Until 40 yeah. years later when these idiots came around yeah. and created a podcast. Yeah. So we love ruining I mean, things from yeah, your past. Yeah, I mean, you were in this theater, you had a joint, you had a girl, you know, and and it was, you know, you only went to this because you were kind of hoping the girl would get scared. Now, here we go. And watch, plus, watch, watch, watch. And 
<laughs> and <laughs> it's squish. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's not super noticeable. No, I wouldn't have picked up on that if it weren't for you pointing it out. But it's just like this poor actress of all the indignities that she's had to suffer because she's in this terrible movie. And then we're going to lay you on top of this other actor who supposedly killed you. Yeah. And we're going to shut you in a coffin together. And there you Sound go. Sound good? I mean, and that's... That's and what's it. sad is that she probably, you know, didn't make a very good paycheck on this movie. No, I don't think anybody made any money no. at all on this. I, I would love but, to know if it was actually distributed. I mean, like I said, the only reason I know about this movie is because it, they did it on Rift Tracks. Yeah. And they, and they go pretty deep finding movies, so... Oh, hi, Father. <laughs> yeah. I'm just laying in bed reading. I didn't just murder someone else. Yeah. But yeah, it's very talented, Mr. Ripley. Like you, you is ha- it though? <laughs> no, in the in how it ends because you've got this horrible human being who's been who's been committing these murders and atrocities. Yeah, and they just get away with it. Oh yeah, she it's a happy ending for her. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and it's, it's literally her smiling the end. Yeah, that's it. And the I guess the father's just like, oh, good night, Susan, and good night, John Boy. Like it just okay. Well, at least and it was, the movie's over. At least it was short. You know, I mean, how it, long was it? Uh, it's like an hour and 15 minutes or hour and 25 or something like that. No, that's not bad. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Yeah. It didn't run too long because that is the one sin that this movie could have committed that would have pushed oh, yeah, it into yeah. the really bad arena. Yeah. If it, if it had been any longer, it would have been a chore. Yeah. As it was, you know, I mean, it's not good. It, it's. No, it's not a good it's movie. Not, it's not good at all. There are too many questions and not even because yeah. you and I were being picky. It's like, wait a minute. How does this track? So it, it, it's it's not following me- firms. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I love how they, they actually gave a, a thanks to the Volkswagen dealership that provided the uh, the, the, the shitty beetle, beetle yeah. that the kids get murdered. In. And it's like, what did he just? He had it on the lot. So yeah, it doesn't matter. I have no idea. No, but um, as as far as movies like this go, mm. um, it's not good. No, at all. It, it's one of the less objectionable. Um, exploitation movies mm-hmm. that's out there. There's no nudity in the whole movie. Um, that's true. It's not a group. Which is odd for a seventies movie. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why no one ever heard of it because it's an exploitation movie. That's tame. Very, very, yeah, very, very tame. It'd be a especially PG. Especially given the multiple yeah. men trying to force themselves on her. Yeah. I mean, if this movie was around today, it'd be a PG movie. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's no gore. I mean, there's a little bit of temporary pain blood, but other than that. Yeah, that's the only gory that, moment. That, You're that's right. That's it. That's huh. it. I mean, there's no, you know, there's nothing. And so I, I do think, okay, this had to be some people who just got together and said, let's make a movie. You know, maybe it'll be fun. Yeah. I guess, you know, because there's been, the, there's a movie called uh, Teenage Strangler, which is a, don't know that a one hilariously <laughs> terrible movie from the 60s. And it's literally, it was just a bunch of locals. I think it was a local community theater that just wrote a movie and made it. Well, and it's, it's kind of how Clerks it, got kicked off. Like Kevin Smith just gathered his friends and they made a movie. Yeah, so, yeah. And like a shoestring budget too. He maxed out every credit card he had and bootstrapped the entire thing. Well, I guess it, it could have been like... Uh, and now we're in the middle of a submarine movie, so it's it's bad news that our co-host is not oh, here yeah. this week. Yeah, YouTube, Ooh, submarine you, you, movie. Yeah, YouTube uh, decided to start playing. For some reason, it said, hey, after watching uh, Kids of the Tarantula, how about K-19, The Widowmaker? Naturally. We're not going to show you that because it's copyrighted. Like it. <laughs> uh, 
But there's really not an Alf to Seinfeld thing on this one. No, because neither of us have ever seen it before. I mean, I had seen the Rift Tracks version. I'd never watched well, it. Well, then I guess without. you can technically do. No. I, well, I mean, if if you're comparing, you know, the Rift Tracks version to the one without them, it's about a I one. I guess that does make them <laughs> yeah. different movies. Yeah. That's true. Because it, yeah, straight five for me because I had never so much as heard of this movie. Like, I've never even, like, heard a conversation about it where you've never seen Kiss of the Tarantula? Nothing. No. As far as I am concerned, straight five. Well, that's easy. Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, next week. Uh, we will be back with Mr. Brown. He'll be here uh, in 3D yes. next time. Yes, he'll be back from whatever part of the world he's in right now. <laughs> uh, Our international sailor of mystery. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll have another uh, 1970s movie. Don't know what that is yet. We have not picked it, uh, but uh, we'll be back in a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, uh, sitting through all without a break. Uh, yeah, the, the we haven't, haven't done, done that, that in a while. while. So hindsighters, thank you for tuning in for your drive time, your listening time, your murderous spider time. We don't care what kind of time, especially since you didn't take a break time. This has been Darth, Jason, and two-dimensional Adam on hindsight. And good night.